Well, hello there, friends, and welcome to a very special Wednesday edition of the Monday Show 53. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, my good friend, Roots. Roots, we're here. It's Wednesday. We're a couple days late. Uh, but you know what? I'm kind of glad uh, that we're a couple days late because now we're a couple days into September. And man, what a couple of days it has been. Yeah, yeah, and I'm uh, I'm glad that we uh, finally got a chance to check out these games and uh, talk about them as well. And it's weird because it doesn't feel like Wednesday for some reason to me. It feels like Monday, but I know it, I'd rather be Wednesday because it's closer to the weekend. So, yeah, Saturday, uh, ever so close now, just a couple more days off. Uh, but what I'm referring to is, is what we've had happen in the news the last couple of days, and I wanted to just kind of start off the show by. Uh, admitting admitting it roots that i was wrong uh for those of you who watched the monday show last week uh i got a little red got <laughs> went on a little bit of a rant which doesn't happen very often on this channel and uh, i'm glad to say here a week later 10 days what have you uh, i'm glad to say that i was wrong about some things i was right about some things and i was wrong about others but uh i'm so glad roots that I was wrong about the things uh, that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I, um, I'm glad you were wrong too, even though um, it doesn't uh, end well for my pocket. You reminded me of that today <laughs> and, uh, but it's going to be good for everybody, man. It's going to be amazing for VR, right? Yeah. And it's not looking so bad for your pocketbook as, uh, as it was, but I, mean, I, I guess it is in a way. And I guess we should just stop baiting around the bush and just talk about these graphics cards. Um, last week, I, I got a little upset and went on a rant uh, because of the rumors and supposed leaks that were uh, coming out. And I was right about some of it, wrong about others. But the stuff I was wrong about, I'm happy to be wrong about, again, because Roots, not only are these graphics cards offering up a lot more performance than we were expecting, possibly the biggest jump in performance we've ever seen between generations. But uh, the prices, the prices came in at $100 less for the 3070 and the 3080. Uh, so excitement all around. Wow, well, that's good, man. Maybe they heard your rant last week and they ran into marketing and said, we got to change it. People are pissed. Wes is freaking out. Uh, people loved your rant, Wes. It was, it was good. It was. I liked it. Um, but no, I'm, I'm really glad now you reminded me what I was saying, um, earlier was that you reminded me that, uh, I get like 250, 300 for my card maybe, but the good news is I'll just give it to my son instead. You know, I mean, if I'm not going to get much money, I, there's no reason to just try to scrap it just to get as much as you can. I mean, my idea is, is to, uh, get what you can, you know, if you can get a good amount of money and subsidize, great. If not, then you might as well just hold on to it. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, it would have been a good thing to sell it like a month ago. Even two weeks ago, you probably could have made a pretty good dime on it. But uh, it, it would be tough these days. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't try. You should absolutely put it up for sale tomorrow. But uh, anybody who's in the know, uh, nobody in, in their right mind is going to give you what you want for it. When are they dropping the new ones? Because i got to have a video uh, for some play. <laughs> 3080 is scheduled to drop in about two weeks. Um, 3070, I think, is going to drop uh, early next month. And then 3090s, question marks. I think they're going to do a soft launch at the end of the month. But mm. 
quantities are expected to be limited. Ooh. But, you know, that's not a big deal anyway, because the one thing I was right about was this 3090. Uh, actually, I was wrong in, in the fact that it's actually more expensive uh, than I thought it was going to be. I thought that it was going to launch at $1,400, but instead it's launching at a whopping $1,500. Oh, wow. So Radio Run's still going to get it, right? I mean, he said he was going to get it, fifteen hundred bucks, man. I don't know. That's a lot of. That's a lot of cash. That's twice the thirty eighty, almost, right? He's got a hundred dollars less. So what's the thirty eighty running for? About seven hundred. Seven hundred. So oh it's my. more than twice uh, what the thirty eighty costs. Wow. Yeah, I paid. I know. I mean, that's crazy, dude. That's. I mean, that's good. That, that that's good for VR. Like I was saying, that my first thought was that's really good for virtual reality because that's one of the biggest price points for people to get into vr that means that you know we're getting to the point now where there's not going to be shit cards anymore like the shit card is going to start being like the 1080 or something you know like not now but soon um it's you're just not going to see all the lower end ones anymore and and that's really good uh for people getting into virtual reality for sure yeah it's exciting for what it means for pc vr the fact that that a minimum spec machine ha is about to decrease in price dramatically. Uh, it's also exciting what it means for the games, Roots. You know, forever, uh, the game developers have always had to develop for the lowest common denominator. And not only are, are we about to see the biggest jump in between generations with the graphics cards, but we're also about to see an even bigger jump between the generations with console. Uh, so the lowest common denominator for the next couple of years is going to be pretty damn high. And what that's going to mean is uh, games, the likes of which we have never seen before. Wow. Well, that's good. Yeah. And not only that, but hardware, hardware has been limited as well. As far as like with the, the rift, they've always been trying to shoot for that 970, right? So they're not going to have to shoot for that anymore. As more people get, start to raise the bar, uh, the 970 is just going to become obsolete, I'd say, within a year. I mean, right now, like my son's been thinking about getting a video card. I mean, granted, he's going to get a 2080. Probably, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to run out and get a 3080 right off the bat. But um, I don't know. Maybe it'll just somehow materialize. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So. And, you know, I, I'd i like one. I, I really would, especially with this new headset coming. Uh, but, you know, I can't have everything, Roots. And uh, there are other things I want more. So I'm probably going to wait, um, wait and see what AMD brings. I mean, even if I'm not going to get an AMD card, if they come with something good, it could drop the prices of the NVIDIA cards even further. But uh, even if it don't, uh, we're already starting to see uh, rumors and leaks of the uh, the, the TIs and the, and the super versions of the, the uh, lines that they've announced. So, uh, you know, good things come to those who wait. And as badly as I want to just run right out right now and, uh, you know, buy one of these graphics cards, I'm probably going to hold off. I think you're going to hold off. You learned your lesson last time, Wes. You know, you got one quick. You you know, if you'd waited, well, I don't know. Maybe um, you could have still got the same deal, but you ended up benefiting from it. But it was a pain in the ass, you said, right? So why not just kind of let the everything fall? And I'm kind of where you're at. I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm sitting with a crappy card. Um, I need to get the PlayStation five and that's where my focus is going to be probably for my next purchase. Uh, because it's, it is sounding like it's going to be limited. And I, I don't, I was talking to this customer the other day and we were talking about PlayStation five and, and he said that he's heard it's going to be limited too. And, and I'm starting to think it is going to be, 
uh, our initial worries were more warranted than their fantastical stories about doubling production, you know, if they could, you know, because apparently it didn't work. Well, either that or their production was going to be so small that we're still end up with a lesser uh, amount. So, well, when they, uh, in fairness, when they doubled the production uh, projections for the PlayStation 5, it was the uh, number of projected consoles produced through next March. Oh, okay. So it, it, it's not for launch day per se. I'm sure it'll amount to a few more for launch day, but what we're talking about is really all the way through the holidays and through the entire launch window. Oh, cool. Well, how exciting. I can't wait. Coming up. Another West. thing. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're coming up on it, man. We're running out of September uh, and we just started. Dude, it's going to be here before you know it. And I mean, yeah. we're going to have new headsets. We're going to have new games, uh, new graphics cards. I mean, it is a very, very exciting time. Might I say possibly the most exciting time since I became a VR gamer. Uh, we're living it right now. Yeah. Yeah. All these good games around the corner. Right. And uh, some of the software. I mean, we're, I'm sure we'll be talking about it on future episodes, but uh, Alex has been dropping bomb after bomb about all this stuff. There's all sorts of stuff going on with flat gaming and, and bringing it into VR. And I don't understand enough about it to really talk about it. I just glimpsed over your guys's conversation, but uh, I'm, it just excited me all over again. So, yeah, there's a lot to be excited about. And another thing I'd like to point out something to be really excited about with these graphics cards in, uh, in really every, you know, the consoles as well is um, the architecture. You know, if you watch that NVIDIA keynote in the deep dive, when they break down some of the things that they're doing differently with these cards, uh, is they've reduced the, uh, the, the latency in the, the path that the data has to travel. They've pretty much uh, cut the CPU out of the rendering process for the frames. And uh, they've got, uh, with the GDDR6, X memory being so fast, uh, they're they're able to to just uh, feed the frames directly into the uh, the VRAM, wow. uh, much like the PlayStation Five was doing. And I, I know people are going to you know laugh, but you know a, a few months ago when uh, Tim Sweeney said that perhaps PC could take a page out of PlayStation 5's book, it's this sort of uh, optimization exactly this that he was talking about so as funny as it was back then we're actually starting to see it now obviously we don't think that that ps5 was the uh inspiration behind this obviously they would have had to have been designing this for at least a year probably longer but uh it, it's that same approach that sony is taking to their ssd and gpu uh, I mean, it's not exactly the same way that they're going about it, but it's the same idea, the same concept that's being put to work in the 3080 as well as the 3090. I uh, liked everything you just said made me happy, Wes. Sounds so good, right? We're just, I mean, it's going to be so amazing. We're right on the cusp. Well, it just points to the, back to what we talked about uh, a couple of months ago when we did the uh, What Will Define the Next Generation episode. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. And uh, we went through all of these different um, features and uh, ideas, if you will, about what we might see next generation. And our conclusion at the end of the show is that the biggest defining factor 
uh, in the next gen of gaming was going to be efficiency and optimization. And with the uh, redesign of the, the PlayStation, as well as these graphics cards with the uh, uh, VRSS 2.0 and the AI upscaling, all of this stuff that we're seeing that, uh, uh, that uh, is revolved around getting more out of less, uh, it just goes to show that we were spot on the money with that episode, Roots. And uh, it, it's really awesome to see it actually come to uh, fruition right before our eyes. And it's all happening in every fa every place, every, uh, you know, the video card. Because vi this video card is going to free up more power for your um, processor, right? Or you won't need it as much. So then your specs for requirements for that will go down a little bit for some of these games, I would imagine. Um but uh, it's crazy, crazy times. Yeah, and just to, I mean, just to, to goes to show what we're talking about here. Uh, in these graphics cards, uh, you know, if Nvidia's numbers are true, and that's a big asterisk, of course, we we have yet to see independent testing, uh, with the exception of a very, very limited test from Digital Foundry. But um, what we we what I've noticed on it, one of the biggest glaring things to me was the reduction in the amount of VRAM. I mean, the, the VRAM, with the exception of the 3090, uh, the VRAM in the 3080 and the 3070 is significantly less even than my 1080 Ti. Uh, so the fact that they're claiming all this extra performance with significantly less VRAM just goes to show you what leaps and bounds they've made with regards to optimization. That's crazy. Well, uh, Ready Runt says he might end up getting the 3080 instead of the 3090. That's what I would get, man. $1,000? Dude, you could almost get your yaw for that, you know? I was actually mulling around the idea of a 3070 roots. I mean, the thing's just $500, and it's uh, it, it's about a uh, a 20 to 30% increase over the 2080 Ti Wow! Uh, at 500 bucks. I mean, how nuts is that? That is crazy, dude. <laughs> it makes me so happy. I didn't get the Ti, Wes. I mean, I got the 2080, but I didn't spend that much money. Oh, My you were God. talking about it too. Like yeah. even after you got your 2080, you were like, dude, I'm going to sell it and go for the Ti. <laughs> well, I could have traded it in and that upgrade program, but yeah, no, oh, I mean, that's, right. I mean, 20%. I'd still get the 3080 probably just because... I got to have the bragging rights, you know? So when people say, what do you have? 3080. They're like, whoa. Um, but no, I don't know. That 20%. So what is the difference between this 3070 and the 3080? The, the, the biggest difference between the two is the, uh, well, I mean, there's some, actually some very glaring differences. Uh, the, you know, and it all stems from the, the VRAM. Uh, the 3070 runs with GDDR6. Uh, VRAM mm -hmm. and the 3080 and 3090 run on GDDR6X. And I, I know that that's just one letter, but uh, <laughs> the the, uh, the difference is fairly large. Oh, the wow. the X uh, variant of the RAM is actually about twice as fast wow. as uh, as the regular GDDR6. I... So what that allows is that a moment ago when I was talking to you about some of their PlayStation-like optimizations that they make, that's all on the 3080 and 3090, and it's all made possible because they have this very, very fast VRAM. Wow. Yeah, Jim Hall says it, it, he would just say uh, $200 more is worth getting the 3080. I kind of agree. I mean, I would I would lean getting the 3080, but I don't even know if I'm getting one at all. I'm gonna, I got the 2080. I'll 
you know, if I get it, it'll be a while down the road. I don't want to suck up somebody else's copy. Yeah. 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 It's an easy, it's an easy thought. Uh, when you think of it that way, just $200, but it's not just $200, it's $700. So the question for most of us that are getting, that are thinking about getting the 3070, the question isn't 3070 or, or 3080. It's, it's the 3070 or the 1080, right? Mm. Because we, we really can't afford the 700, right? We can maybe scratch up the five. So the question is roots, uh, do we get the 3070 now? Or do we wait and probably get like a 3080 Ti six months from now? Ah, wow, man, you got all sorts of that's you're you're very optimistic. That sounds good. I mean, I'd, I'd see six months is six months. Even though I I you know I say that I I feel like oh man I spent all that money on the 2080. I the time that I had it was well worth the time that I had it. So it just depends. You know, I I, I would probably end up getting it now. But I mean, if you could get a Ti. Uh, you know, in the same six months down the road. I don't know. Now it's maybe a good, well, good call that, too. That, that's what the rumor has it, that there are, su there are super and TI variants in the works. And, uh, the re reduced VRAM that I was talking about a moment ago, the, mm. the lower number of VRAM, not going to be the case, uh, with the, uh, super oh. and TI versions. That, that's the main difference with those is that they're actually going to have more VRAM as opposed to less. Yeah, I can't slum it with all that with a little bit of VRAM. It's probably better than my card, you know. So I guess it is better than my card. Yeah, well, that that's kind of the your card was the, kind of the benchmark they were comparing everything against. Hmm. But basically, everything they said was about how it was better than Roots's card. This one's <laughs> this much better than Roots's card, and oh, this one's God. even more better than Roots's card. Yeah, this is how what Roots really did fuck up. You shouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think it's I think I, it's an amazing card. I'm excited to see it. And everything that you were saying just about the, the fact that it's going to completely bypass a CPU, um, that's huge. You know, that to me sounds more huge than the ray tracing and all the other beach bullshit with the um, the 2080s. That sounds like a better thing to have, you know, that you can actually see you're going to you're going to benefit right off the bat. Especially like for people yeah. that are um, streaming, even streaming, like I would imagine that's gonna maybe if you had that, it would you wouldn't it would make uh, you able to where you wouldn't need a two stream setup maybe. So. Yeah, and there's there's all sorts of uh, uh, brand new baked in uh, streaming features for those of us who do this, and I mean there, there's tons of new new things that are coming. I mean ray tracing even is uh is actually going to be a usable thing now, Roots, oh. um, and that's what I was going to say what I was really thinking, you know, at the top when you were talking about how the entry-level machines are going to be attainable now for the general public, uh, that's going to be true. But man, a year and a half from now, like when, after all of the consoles and, and all of the new graphics cards have been around for a while and the new games come out, they're all going to have ray tracing. And uh, these old 10 series cards are going to seem like dinosaurs at that point. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, remember the, the, the rush for them too, to do all the data mining, right? Think about what they can do with the data mining with these. Phil Yarn <laughs> says Fallout 4 VR at 90 equals the 3090. You know, that's funny. I wonder if we finally have enough power routes uh, to run Fallout 4 VR smoothly. Well, 
it makes you wonder too, is it that, you know, well, we might get to a point where we realize it's the optimization and it's not ever going to, you know, like some games never get better. Like you get to a point and then they just kind of flatten out because it's not necessarily that you don't have the right power. It's just not optimized. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, and you know, optimization again, it's the name of the game. And, uh, I mean, PlayStation four VR is really the, the, uh, the proof of that. I, mean, I guess Oculus Quest as well. I mean, you shouldn't be able to run VR on that hardware. And to the contrary, some of the very best games that we've ever seen have been on PlayStation VR. And uh, it, it, I mean, VR games wouldn't even boot on a PC with the similar specs. And that just goes to show you optimizations where it's at, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Anyway, uh, didn't really plan on doing an, a whole new segment on the graphics cards. <laughs> uh, just wanted to talk about them a little bit. And that just goes to show uh, ex exactly one other thing that I said last week uh, that, that turned out to be true. I said, just wait until the, uh, the NVIDIA keynote. We're all going to be sitting here frothing at the mouth over these graphics cards. And uh, here we are, right? We can't stop talking about them. Yeah, because the last, the last version was like most people were like, eh. You know, if they already had a 1080, they just didn't care for the most part. There wasn't a big enough jump for most people. So uh, it was it was a tiny jump and a big in escalation in price to go with it. And uh, we're basically seeing uh, the exact polar opposite this generation. We're seeing a, a a huge again, probably the biggest jump we've ever seen in performance between generations. And we're doing so at a reduced price. And I think that's for a number of reasons. I think because of the uh, competition coming from the consoles uh, as well as the competition uh, or the projected prospect of competition from AMD. I think NVIDIA knows it's got uh, some other things to compete with when it comes to our dollars. And uh, they know they can't come out with a $1,000 graphics card this generation and end up selling a buttload of them. Yeah, yeah. We're, and people aren't primed for it. They were primed for it before. You know, they knew they could get away with it. I don't think they could as much this time. So, Yeah, Phil Yarn says, I want that big son of a gun. Dude, just wait. There's going to be a, a 3080 Ti that's just a, a sliver under the performance of that 3090, and you're probably going to be able to pick it up for 800 bucks, $850. So uh, just chill. Save yourself 700 bucks, bro. Get it today. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's do what we do on the Monday show, Roots. And what we do on the Monday show is talk about some damn games. And we got some pretty good ones this week, huh? Yeah, yeah. Especially this first one, man. What a gem, right? Yeah, dude. I wish you could have got to play more of it because I've really had a great time playing Jupiter Grot. We, we've talked about it a lot uh, in the uh, prior few weeks. We talked about it up to launch. We talked about it a little bit last week as... Uh, some valve index players were having difficulty getting the game to boot and uh mm -hmm. you got to play it a little bit you went through the tutorial uh shut it down went to bed come back the next day and you haven't been able to get it to boot since huh yeah it's bad you know i feel like i got some bad muju you know uh, i was laughing at all the u index players i was like you suckers you can't play this and i went to put it on and then couldn't play it as i'm having the exact same issue too that's what's weird is it's it's showing that first like loading up thing and then it goes black and I'm not a hundred percent 
um convinced i am pretty much convinced actually that it's my computer somehow i don't know had some weird issues lately so uh, i might have to redo my hard drive and switch it to a pci uh e slot anyway one of those fast ones and just uh you know fix it because i gotta play getting, this uh uh, an M.2 drive, yeah. mm -hmm. one of the sticks. Yeah, I figure I might as well. Or oh, isn't that the ones the ones that you had that, uh, that stick uh, right, right in, right? You you have to be careful though, Roots. You have to be careful because just the fact that they go in that slot doesn't mean that they're the fast variant. What you're looking for is is called NVMe, and it's a it's a lot quicker than the SATA drives. But you can get SATA drives that'll go into that same slot. So you have to be careful what you're getting. Uh, be sure that you're getting a, a highly rated NVMN drive. Or you could just call your boy Wes here mm. and uh, Weasel will hook you up with the knowledge. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, that's what I want to do because I, I need to redo it or something because I want to play this game. You know, Radio Runt was telling me um, it reminds him a lot of uh, Portal. And I kind of got that vibe, at least to what I played of it. And um, you said you hadn't played Portal. I played Portal 2 a little bit. But, man, I just like the way that this the the game feels um the puzzles and i just the beginning man like when i blo we took off and or was going up into the space station and it was just so cool i i i just really think that this game nailed just about everything that it's um it's trying to do so yeah it's it's just fun right it's one of those games that are just fun and uh, for those of you who are wondering how the game is structured it's a swinging game uh, the locomotion is very similar to Winlands, uh, but it might even feel better than Winlands, right, Roots? Yeah, because you can control with that that crank that's on the front or whatever the hell that is. And how cool is that as you're, like, using it, looking at it, and just seeing all the me mechanisms working in the gun? Um, it's just super cool. And uh, you can control the raid either just by yanking on it or you can use that, like, uh, to fine-tune. And you can't move at all right unless you're that's the only way you can move is through with those those suction cup things so um it's a little bit uh difficult at first to get used to like the through the tutorial but um and it right off the bat man even the tutorial some of the puzzles are like whoa like how the hell am i supposed to get up there um but that's what's so cool about it you know i guarantee you get stuck on some of these puzzles for a while and how satisfying it would feel to get to um get past it i would imagine because Roots only got to do the tutorial, which happens to me a lot, man. It's my own fault because I always stop. Like I said, why did I stop? I don't know. It just really pisses me off. Yeah, you know, I, mm. I was kind of in the same situation as you where I was playing it kind of as my last thing of the day, uh, really late at night or early in the morning, as it were. Uh, but I got hooked on it, man. I could not stop playing it. Mm. And, uh, I mean, it was daylight before I put the thing down. Uh, I think I started like... I don't know, about 6, 6.30 a.m. and ended up playing it till like, I don't know, 7.30, 8 o'clock. I played through like 15 or 16 levels uh, of it. And, uh, man, I just had a blast. You know, as we said, the, the, uh, the swinging locomotion feels great. It takes a little while to get used to, uh, but after you do, you have more control even than you would have in uh, like a Winlands uh, type game. Um but it's a different style of game to Winlands, as is these levels are classic, uh, classically designed platforming levels. I mean, they're, 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 you could see this kind of game being on like an old 
bit or even eight bit machine. Uh, not obviously in first person, but just I'm talking about the level design. You're, you're swinging uh, across pits, trying to make it up on high platforms, on low platforms. Uh, you, you're trying to uh, dodge as things are swinging and trying to crush you and cut you and kill you. Uh, uh, it's, it's really the most, one of the oldest and most tried and true, uh, gameplay concepts ever. And it actually, um, it, it really works well in VR and, um, it's awesome just to see such a pure platformer come to us in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a pretty good story behind it, right? Like it's intriguing as far as when you're going through trying to figure out what's going on, at least from what I've seen so far. Um, but I would yeah. agree. Um, and Radio Runt says he he thinks the movement's way better than Winland's. And uh, I agree. I, I like it uh, a lot more and can't wait to um, to play it again. Yeah, as far as the story goes, it's funny, man. There's humor in it. They, um, you know, it, it's set up as you're this cosmonaut going to a, a science uh a scientific lab that's on uh, jupiter they're, they're mining jupiter for fuel but uh basically the whole thing is set up to make fun of the uh the old soviet union mentality so they'll tell you like uh you'll find a a big screen in the next room go in there and see what you think or it'll tell you what to think and you know basically uh alluding to some of the old propaganda and, and mind control of the uh the old regime but uh there's tons of stuff like that that uh that make jokes about the the soviet strength and uh and uh being part of the collective it's kind of uh 30 year old political humor but it's pretty funny yeah no i enjoyed what i've seen so far of it and uh um what is that i i meant to look this up because i ask you every time what's the cost on this one it's like 15, 15, $15. Oh, yeah, that's right. I bought it. 15 bucks. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, this will tell you how much, it, how good this game is, or at least how much I enjoyed it. I uh, played it for free on a Viport. That's how I played it. And then uh, I bought it on Steam because I enjoyed it so much. And I saw that it was on Mame Fan and Alex's wish list. So I was like, well, shit, dude. You know, I want to buy it anyway. Um, but uh, yep. yeah, definitely worth 15 bucks all day. Yeah, it's free on Vive, well, free with your Infinity subscription on Viveport. Uh, you can also buy it for $15 on Steam as well as the Oculus Store. Uh, and you might want to consider getting it on the Oculus Store because who knows, Roots, I could definitely see this one day uh, being an Oculus Quest title. Hmm. I wonder, do you think it would play better on the Oculus Store? Uh, for, for probably. Me? I mean, if you're a person who, who plays standing a lot and, and likes to turn physically... Uh, definitely because especially in some of the later levels, uh, I mean, I played seated for a lot of it, but I used the crap out of the swivel chair, right? I was spinning around and getting my cable all wrapped up on the chair, but, um, yeah, I could definitely see, uh, where tetherless would, would add something. Mm. Um, let me ask you roots, you know, a lot of people kind of poo pooed, uh, the game when we were talking about the trailer, just dismissing it out of hand because of the cell shaded uh, style of graphics and uh this game just reaffirmed what i already believed and that is that this style of graphics 
it looks great in VR, doesn't it? It looks great in VR. The game, and I, I don't care what game it is. It's what feels good, especially in VR, man. Like, and it feels good. So I, I don't. I just think a lot of people are going to miss out on a lot of good games because they're graphics snobs. And somebody said this in the the uh, Discord the other day, and they were just basically saying the same thing that it was it was all about how it feels, and um, and the graphics aren't as important i mean obviously they are important but um i think the way that it's designed in this the cell shading i think it works um it really does look comic booky and and it uh it just looks different when you're in there man you know like i'm looking at this screen and i'm seeing suction cups like could be plungers you know for a toilet but when you're in there it looks cool so um i don't know but yeah th that's really the thing you know i i kind of get being a graphic snob to a point uh but this looks good you know what i mean it's not that this looks bad sometimes i feel like people dismiss this style of art because they know it's easier to render and they just dismiss it uh because of that because you know if it's not you know making your graphics card catch on fire then it must not look good that's not the case this is a very good looking game and i feel like uh this style of uh of art in a couple of different games like this, like Radio G Proteus, like Lies Beneath, I feel like this style of art actually adds to the game rather than takes takes away from it. I do too. And I think they're maybe they're stuck 15, 20 years ago when graphics were everything, um, or maybe even 10 years. Uh, but we're not there anymore, right, right Wes? Especially in VR. I mean, obviously graphics, you can have intense graphics, you can have graphics like this. And for this game, it works really well. Yeah, and just hilarious too, by the way. In case you all were wondering, uh, those grappling devices are what they look like. Those are toilet plungers oh. uh, with fishing reels. Ooh. That's what they're made out of. Okay. So, uh, all right. so uh, yeah. Yeah, well, they work pretty well. I wish I had toilet plungers that work that well. In my experience, they never work that well. <laughs> well, have you ever tried to climb a wall with them? I've never tried. I've never tried suction cupping myself up on the wall, but try it now uh in addition to your uh, grappling mechanics there's also a, a a little jet booster thing that's built into it uh so that when you're you are standing on the ground you, you are able to move uh, about 10 feet or so it'll let you scoot along the floor but then like the uh the uh the the uh energy that propels it will run out and you'll wait you'll have to wait a few seconds for the meter to fill back up so that you can scoot uh, a few feet more. Uh, what those boosters are primarily meant for, however, are swimming areas. There are uh, quite a few swimming areas in this game. So it's not just about the uh, aerial platforming, but there are classically styled swimming areas too, where you go under the water, you use your propellers to uh, swim around, and there are traps under there, just like there are above the water. Things swinging, things trying to crush and grind you. Uh, again, just the the most basic, uh, you know, platforming uh, de level design uh, that we've ever seen. But again, it, it's a it's a tried and true uh, genre, and uh, I'm I'm starting to feel roots like. Uh, you know, after playing through as much as, of a, as I did in that one sitting, that uh, 50 levels might not be enough for me. I might 
uh, be a little bit upset because I, I think I'm going to play through this thing in like three to four settings. I think you're going to be upset 100% then because I saw somebody's comment saying that they played through the whole game and they said that they counted and there was like 33 or 34 levels or something and they were a little upset that it wasn't the 50 plus that they said. Now, whether that's true or not, that's just random Joe's Steam comment. But as I'm sitting here, Wes, I'm thinking about spending another $15 so I can play this game right now. Like, I don't want to wait to, you well, know. You're, you're probably still within your uh, your refund window with Steam, right? Yeah, that's true. But uh, I, I still got, yeah, well, I don't know. My, I'm thinking about it, Wes. I might, I might do it. I want to I wanna play it on, I guarantee the SDK, the Oculus SDK would be different than whatever's going on with whatever's happening but i mean it would be worth it it would be worth a shot what i would do i'd buy it on the oculus store before i got my steam refund and if it works on the oculus store refund the steam one if it doesn't work on the oculus store just refund the oculus one yeah or just keep both and then uh the devs uh get extra copy right well, there you go you could do it that way as well i suppose yeah i don't know we'll have to i gotta do something i gotta play this game it's fun. It really is. Uh, highly recommend it. Two thumbs up. I think fifteen dollars. Uh, you know, if it were a bit longer of a game, I would say that it's underpriced. But from what I'm hearing, it's not going to be that long. Uh, so you know, fifteen is probably about right for it. Uh, but it, but if you're from my generation and you, you uh, enjoy this style of gameplay, or if even like you like uh, games like Windlands or that spider-man far from home demo uh you're really going to enjoy this it's really well done um it, it looks good it plays good and it's funny so uh some some really big areas in this game one of the things i really liked is the the scale of some of these rooms i mean you get into some of these rooms and they're just gigantic big open spaces yeah yeah oh, i'm like i can't wait to see that i haven't gotten to the all these elaborate places wes has gotten to you say you pretty much probably almost beaten it, right? You said halfway over, over halfway. No, I don't think. Well, I hope not. I mean, I've I've done. I was either like 15, 16, 17 level. Oh. Uh, I, there's no way really to tell when you're going from one level to the next. Uh, I just know that I'm that far along because it told me uh, after I got done what level I was on by looking at my game save. But uh, I mean, as far as like just looking at the levels. And trying to determine uh, how far you've made it. I mean, there was probably four or five main areas that I worked my way through. Okay. Uh, and that translated somehow over into level 15 or whatever. Oh, cool. Look, there's all these parts everywhere, right? I guess you got everybody's got suction cups in this place. Plunger. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the things you notice when, as soon as you get there. They tell you that uh, you're about to go into like the common room where you'll hang out with all of your uh, other astronaut friends and uh all you find is like their gear there's nobody around yeah <laughs> like uh, obviously they all came here and died you know yeah jerks yeah i know right well couldn't they stay alive long enough for you to hang you out know, i just wanted to hang, hang out, out with them yeah. yeah bump bump suction cups yeah dude or elbows i had somebody do that the other day yeah uh phil yarn says i have it downloaded on viport i gotta play it now yeah man it's good and let us know if you have any trouble with running it because uh obviously the index people had trouble running it i think 
Didn't someone else say they had trouble getting it to boot as well, Roots? Yeah, but I think it was all indexed. I, I really think whatever is going on mine is is got to be exclusive to mine. But I would be interested if... Uh, is Are you going to play it on the index, Phil? Or do you have a Rift S as well or no? Yeah, that's right. He did just get an index, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, what, what Hussein you... X says... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're reading the same thing I was going to say. <laughs> he says, what does Jupiter Grot mean? Uh, well... This is my my layman's understanding of it. Just trying to use a little common sense uh, with it. Uh, you're on Jupiter, so I got to imagine Jupiter is Jupiter, and Grod means city, because we have all of these cities in the old Soviet Union, like uh, Stalingrad, right? It means Stalin city. Uh, so I got to imagine that like Jupiter Grod would mean Jupiter city. Okay. But again, you know, that's just me trying to think through it. I've that didn't come from the devil or anything. Yeah, you know? it sounds saying that's yeah, it sounds logical to me. And uh, Phil, you're on a good chance you're not going to get it to start. Just yeah, it's not going to run on the index, bro. Sorry, not today anyway. Yeah, uh, it does not support index. It supports Oculus Rift and uh, HTC Vive, and the the devs were actually quite clear about that even in the build up to uh, to launch. Yeah, so it says on the page too. You know that right for right now it's not they're working on it, but I wonder if you could run it buy it on like uh the the Oculus Rift store and run it through Revive. Yeah, maybe that would be interesting, right? Do that, Phil. It's not <laughs> free. <laughs> he said he sold his Rift S for four hundred bucks. Well, I can't blame you there, man. I think I might would sell my ten eighty Ti for four hundred bucks right now if somebody would uh offer it but I, I i don't think they will roots i don't know man it's a it's a uh a ways away people want it today what can i get today for 400 that's true you know that's true though and you know i think the the case with uh you know how i sold my rift s for 500 uh i mean i got a, a big thick stack of small bills roots i think some of these people don't have credit cards you know and they can't order things online and you know they're just happy to be able to to, to hand over uh some uh so, some small bills and uh and get something like this on the quick today you know what i mean yeah so uh plus yeah not, maybe, not, it, maybe not that turns out to be the case yeah plus not everybody's watching what's happening with nvidia or they have no idea um you know the prices are about to plumb plummet you know then it's really a moral thing for you how much can yeah, he you says, sell it? He says use the 1080 Ti in your second PC. Oh, I, that's probably, that's the 98% chance of what's actually going to happen in reality. I probably will list it, Roots, for like $500, see what uh, see what happens with it. I do not expect anyone to, uh, to bite on it, but you never know, right? Yeah, you never know, for sure. Anyway, uh, Jupiter God, uh, you know, Two thumbs up here. Definitely recommend. You should uh, you should pick up Viport Infinity, honestly, is what you should do. But uh, if you don't have Viport Infinity, you should buy it for 15 bucks. If you have an Oculus Rift or HTC Vive. Otherwise, you should probably wait. Yeah, and just take my advice. Like, if you start playing it and you enjoy it, don't take a break. Just... <laughs> You might not be able to go back to it. We all take for to take it for granted that we can go back to these games. And when something happens and like Roots, man, I just want to have put in like another hour or two. And I just didn't get to. So You'll get there, man. I have faith. Yeah, me too. It's too good of a game. I know a lot of people are going to buy this game. And I think that uh, 
we're going to see some better support from what is a relatively small development team there at uh, Game Dust. Mm. And, you, um, you just solidified my decision. I am going to buy it again. I'm just going to keep the other copy for the small gaming company. They need it, and it's a good game, right? Yeah, maybe Roots Roots subsidizing uh, index support for all of you out there who are upset. So, uh, yeah. person person, if you're out there, Roots has got your back. Yeah, I got your back. Right. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about the other game we got to uh, try, and then you got to try it just uh, today, which obviously you played it a little bit the other day as well. But you you made some pretty good progress in Anderson today, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, actually, and uh, I was reminded. I was surprised um, about, about a couple things, Wes. I was surprised at um, again at how good everything looked, the sound, everything. But I was surprised that I'm starting to like this this robot, Wes. One like the voice they nailed it man and the voice acting or whatever like every time he talks i enjoy it you know what i mean i'm like i want to hear what he has to say and um i'm really enjoying the puzzles i'm enjoying pretty much everything about it except for whoever's filming this video i got it's a little choppy there but um i didn't have that choppy experience uh but no i'm i was very pleasantly surprised with just about everything um especially his little buddy there and uh it was good it was really good yeah, I agree. The voice acting was was very good in this. Uh, I do need to preface this uh, discussion with a couple of things. First of all, um, this is not a finished game. It's not even close to being a finished game. This is a very early build, a very early build that just hit early access on Steam last week. Um, again, the game's called Anderson. It's from a studio called AJRPG. And we'd like to thank the uh, the good people at AJRPG for providing us with review access to it. Uh, but again, this is a very small development team, a very early build of the game. Uh, so there was tiny bits of uh, jank, the type of thing that you would expect uh, in a game in this current stage of development. So we're not going to harp on any of that stuff. We fully expect that... Uh, that that stuff's going to get patched out as the game progresses in, in its build. What we're going to talk about is the, the, the things that we liked about it. And I'm like roots here. Uh, there's a whole lot to like about this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I know you're a puzzle person. So what did you think about the puzzles? Cause I thought they were unique and they were, um, they weren't, they didn't, I mean, they thought outside the box, but they weren't like mind breaking to where you had to sit there and like, Pass your head like i asked you for help in that one thing and then within five minutes i found the the thing on the ground that told me everything i was like oh because i didn't find it it was underneath a whole bunch of stuff and he's like you know i go in a room i start throwing shit around and it ended up under a bunch of pile of stuff that uh um i was shocked i was shocked by that letter by the way last night it was a good story going on too it, i you know i didn't know that it was this early in development but um, if this is early development, I really can't wait to see what uh, the game is like when it's completely finished, because so far I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, this is basically uh, the first level or two of what's going to end up being a pretty epic story campaign, or at least that's how it seems. Uh, I agree that the, the narrative is quite good here, or at least it's the beginning of what has the potential of being a, a good story. And I don't want to give give away too much of it. Uh, there are clues that you can find in this game, uh, both in these letters, like this guy just picked up, 
as well as the things that Anderson, the uh, the AI companion, says to you. You can take some context out of all of this mm. and kind of piece together what happened here before you showed up and who you are. Um, but yeah, the puzzles, I felt uh, exactly like you said. I felt like uh, they were hard enough to make you stop and think for a minute. They weren't hard enough to give you a headache. You know, generally, uh, if you're perceptive, and you're catching all the clues, and uh, and you're able to work through things logically. Uh, within a couple of minutes, you can uh, you can work through most of these puzzles. Um, this I would say that uh, it kind of plays like an escape the room, even though it's not. You kind of get out of the room pretty quickly, and a lot of the games actually outside. Um, but um, I guess if I had to compare it to something as far as how it plays, how it's structured, I would compare it to something like a abduction. And obviously, mm. abduction being a, a you know a, a world-renowned AAA title from a, 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 an outstanding team. Uh, I'm not saying that it's on that level of polish and quality, but the, the very the game very much plays like abduction doesn't it roots mm -hmm. yeah and there's certain parts i actually kind of had a like an abduction vibe as well and had that exact thought i was like this is kind of abduction like um but yeah obviously it's uh you know uh smaller studio i guess this has been around for a couple years right at least the free demo that everybody played so people have seen this for a while this is just finally them i guess getting their uh their feet and feet wet right getting it out there to the and is this more than the demo you know yeah, well, the the demo was just kind of uh, it was a literally that it was a tech demo, uh, basically to demonstrate the idea that they had for a game and where they wanted to take it. So uh, they've started working on it, and obviously they've got a couple of years into it. They felt like these this first part of the campaign was uh, near complete, or but uh, again, uh, one of the things that they they were pretty clear with me about is that it is early access and they would like feedback. So I'm, I'm going to help them out there. I'm going to write them an email, let them know what I liked, what I didn't like. Um, but uh, yeah, the, I think that like most teams that are, are, that are small like this, they need funding, right? So when they get a good solid chunk of a game like they have here, um, obviously you're going to want to put it in early access and monetize it. Uh, I mean, the only other options to go in new kickstarter right yeah yeah and i think this is a good good route I mean, it's letting people try it i i've so far i've enjoyed it i guess you played through everything that's there so far it took you a little bit over an hour what an hour and a, a quarter correct yeah. yeah it took me about an hour and 15 minutes there was probably we'll say five to seven puzzles uh in the section of the game that i played oh so i'm actually uh, getting really very, close huh i'm sorry go ahead i'm getting close right yeah, dude, you, uh, I don't know how far you made it after I talked to you there, but, uh, there was basically two more puzzles left after that. And then, uh, and then you make it into the uh, final area of this build. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I don't have that much left. I'm going to have to try to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You actually, the, uh, the next puzzle after that's not the most difficult thing to figure it out, but it's kind of tedious to do. Mm. Uh, and then after that, the next part probably took me longer than 
any other uh, part, but it was more just a, uh, you know, go find something uh, like a fetch quest almost. And then uh, actually, now that I think about it, after that, there is another puzzle. So you got you've got three more puzzles. Mm. And, uh, and then you make it to the end. Now, let me ask you this. Was there any part of you that felt trepidation when you gave him a body? I just felt like, oh, my God, like maybe I did something wrong. Like, I just, I don't know. I just have a bad feeling about it, Wes. I, I love Anderson. He's so quirky. He's uh, he's fun. And I don't trust him. But I love him. He's a good, he's a good AI. Well, uh, no, he seemed a little uh, kind of happy-go-lucky to me, so I never really mistrusted him or anything. I do find it kind of strange, like uh, like maybe he's not sharing the whole story, uh, because if you look around, uh, there are some things that give you cause for pause, and we'll just leave it at that. I don't know if you found any of this stuff, but uh, obviously there aren't any people around, right? Yeah, and just the whole story, and, and the you know, when he... You know, when I brought him around and he's like, ah, you know, and he starts talking and then I, I just something weird, Wes. I just have this bad feeling that something weird's happened with Anderson and I'm excited to see what happens in the future. So, um, but yeah, it's definitely uh, worth picking up. I think if you like, this yeah, man, that, that's the other good thing about this. I think that uh, I don't even think that this one's as expensive as Jupiter or It might be the same price. But uh, it was on sale, wasn't it, for like ten bucks or something? Yeah, I'm not sure. Let me check. Uh, well, let's not. Let me look at the yes. store. That's what I'm doing. I'm looking it up in real time, as we like to do here on the Monday show. Man, I don't like how it doesn't. Okay, there we go. Fifteen bucks. Yep. Yeah, fifteen bucks. It was on, on like a launch special for ten, but I guess that's over with now. Uh, fifteen bucks. But you know what? Um, you know, due to the prospect of, of more levels coming and I need to really ask the, the developer, um, you know, how much more they have planned for the game. But, uh, I felt like $10 was a good price for what we've already got. Right. So like, if we're going to get more, I feel like 15, 15 is fair. Uh, yeah, I agree. Scion VR says, is the story memorable as, um, like abduction? I think it's memorable. Um, yeah, I need, I need to clarify this guys. Uh, this game is not on the level of abduction. The comparison I was trying to draw there was what kind of game is this? Well, it's a, it's a story-driven puzzle game, kind of like abduction. The puzzles are not like that. The story isn't quite on that level. The polish certainly isn't on that level. I was just trying to draw this one comparison mm. that it's that style of game, and there are parts of, and things about it that kind of puts you in the mind of abduction. Yeah, good point. Um, Phil Yarn says that Sony should work on uh, some type of software that turns any flat game to a VR game like in Dreams. Sounds like uh, something Wes and I were saying a couple weeks ago. That's a very good idea. Um, I think that would be a very good idea, Phil, for sure. Yeah, I think that uh, at the very least, and I've said this for years, uh, that the PlayStation 5 should have a 3D theater mode in it. So you wouldn't necessarily need it to be full VR, but there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to take a, a first-party Sony-exclusive flat game, put it in the in the the uh, the console, put on your headset, and play it on a virtual screen in full-on 3D. 
if uh, Ralph can do it with Vorpex, if uh, the other guy can do it with Helix Vision, certainly a multi-billion dollar corporation like Sony can can knock it out of the park, right? They, they could do this and it wouldn't take much effort. Yeah, and then you'd have all those games as potential content. You could have a brand new headset with nothing and just play all your games in 3D, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I mean, think of the headsets that would sell, dude. Think of... I mean, think if you could play God of War or, or like The Last of Us in 3D, like right now. And and that said, on a side note, uh, Sony reaffirmed this last week that uh, it's full steam ahead with bringing their first party games to PC. So we're we're gonna if they don't do the uh, the immersive screen thing on PS5, we're just gonna do it in Helix Vision anyway. Yeah, yeah, true, very true. But uh, yeah, I completely agree. Uh, whoever said that? <laughs> oh, Phil Yarn. He was. Phil Yarn. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I had fun in this game. Again, uh, about uh, an hour and fifteen minutes worth of content here. If you're particularly adept at uh, puzzle games, you'll probably be finished with it in an hour. Uh, I feel like the hour in itself is worth about ten bucks, which was the price on it uh, when I got the game. Uh, I didn't pay that. Again, we got a review copy, but that's what the price was at that time. Uh, but the prospect of continuing on, if it gets any more content, uh, I feel like the $15 price tag is going to be fair. And I feel like the more people buy it at $15, uh, the sooner we'll get that uh, that next chapter, uh, which I'm very much looking forward to. Yeah, that's true. And I just remembered where I was stuck at was the books. And I'll leave it at that. Gotta figure out what to do with those uh, damn books. Well, figuring out what to do is uh, is fairly simple. I mean, Anderson kind of spells that one out for you, but um, finding all of them and uh, doing it in the proper order that that's kind of the difficulty to yeah, that one. I kind of figured. I was like looking at them all and started putting them in different slots, and I was like, I think this has got to go in a specific order. And I was like, what the hell, dude? And then I was like looking at the clock and I was like, time's ticking and I got to start getting ready for the show. Um, I was right yeah. on the edge though. I had all of them in the slots. I just had to rearrange them. So. Uh, you know who else is a slot? <laughs> My mom. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, that worked. No, I didn't the, know. If the no, there's there's three, there's three rows of the books roots. Uh, two of them. It's fairly obvious how to put them in sequence. Uh, but there was one dude that I, I literally just had the trial and error and just mm. keep moving them around until it clicked, you know, that's the tedious part you were talking about. I get it. Yeah. Cause it was already uh, tedious, right? Or no, yeah. is there something more? Yeah, yeah. No, that, that was it. Okay. I think that, that's <sighs> what I was talking about. Ah, uh, story so far. I mean, I don't know enough about the story Scion so far. I mean, I, for me, it was, I, what i found out was shocking a couple of different times and i'm still trying to wrap my mind around everything that's happening um so i don't know i don't even know if do you know everything that's going on or i'm sure there's probably it, still stuff in the air it, 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 there's a lot of question marks here it's still a lot of mystery uh there's more of a backstory here than a story again this is a uh, uh an hour long uh chapter here uh, with bits and pieces of backstory that you put together. It's not as detailed as like an abduction is. Uh, there's there's really a lot left to uncover, uh, but you do piece a few things together. 
But really at this part, there's still a lot of mystery. You're still trying to really kind of figure out what happened, uh, why you're here, and what your whole purpose is. All of that uh, is still left untold yeah. uh, when you when you finish this section. Okay. Cool. And it's funny too when you when you end the thing, uh, Anderson says to you, he's like, "Oh look, look at this. It's weird. It's kind of unfinished here. Like uh, it's as if this were an early access build of a video game or something." <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. That's kind of how you realize that, uh, that it's you're over. Well, I yeah. tell you, like I said, I like Anderson. I don't trust him, but um, but I do like him. I think uh, they're spot on with that robot man and the voice and the acting. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Again, uh, uh, some things here that were uh, good. Some things here that were actually really good. Uh, in particular, I like the music. I, I felt mm. like the soundtrack was very good. I felt like the um, the voice acting was very good. Uh, the graphics were okay in some places. They were great in other places. Um, again, I expect stuff like this. This is a type of thing that gets better uh, with time. Uh, it had a, a little bit of the jank kind of like um, Into the Radius had when it was in its very early stages, uh, but qu not quite on that level, you know. Um, there there was a little bit of um, weirdness with uh, grabbing and, and holding items, kind of like if you've ever played um, A Chair in a Room Greenwater, you'll know how sometimes you'll grab stuff and it'll just kind of move in a squirrely weird way. And sometimes things will just shoot off for no reason. Uh, you'll get that every now and then. Um, but for the most part, uh, it's well done for what it is. And I, I fully expect it to, uh, to improve with time and I enjoy my time in it. Yeah. Yeah. If this is, uh, the beginning, I can't wait to see the end. Mepper says the Venice Film Festival started today and lasts through the 12th. Yeah, this is cool, Roots. I just learned this right before we went on air. Uh, the Venice Film Festival has a VR exhibition this year, and uh, all of the entrants are available for viewing in uh, Viport Infinity right now. Oh, wow. I need I, Dude, I always intend to do these things, and then I don't end up doing them. I'm, we're already like three or four days into that Burning Man, and it's already almost over. And I haven't gone in oh, yet, Wes. Dude, listen, listen. This this Venice thing on on Viport, uh, you know. Again, I was I just kind of caught glimpses of it as I was starting to go on the air. But one of the uh, titles that I read on the list of stuff on display was Gnomes and Goblins. Oh, oh, yeah. Right? I've never seen Gnomes and Goblins or anything about it, so I definitely yeah. need to check it out. Yeah, cool. For those of you who don't know, Gnomes and Goblins is the upcoming uh, uh, video experience, interactive mm. video experience that's been produced by WeVR and uh, Jean Favreau. Uh, so uh, th this is something that we've been looking forward to for quite some time. It's unreleased, and uh, if what I saw was true, it should be available for viewing in Viport right now. So Wow, definitely uh, need to check it out. Yeah, uh, on display for a week uh, through the 12th. I have about 10 days, actually. So uh, those of you with Viport, definitely get in there and check that out. And what you're saying is absolutely true, Roots. Uh, we need to go into Somnium space to the uh, Burning Man, right? Yeah, I want to check that out. I want to look up the Burning Man and say, F you, mother... Oh, 
Um, Pepper yeah. says he thinks it's only the uh, demo for Gnomes and Goblins. Uh, well, probably, but it's I've never seen that. So I know a lot of people say uh, they've watched it in the past, but I've never seen it. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. I know, I know I've seen... I've seen uh, unreleased things like this before, like the line, for example, I saw in the moor yeah. during the uh, the the uh, the uh, Tribeca wing of that last exhibit, and uh, news flash roots uh, the the line just won uh, an Emmy mm. for uh, for best use of immersive uh, video wow. making or something like that. Uh, I, we reported a week or two ago that they were nominated. They actually won. They won the Emmy. Wow. And you got to see it for free ahead of time. And uh, I got to see some shitty art that was like the worst wing of the, of the thing. Damn yeah, you it. Went to the, you went to the de in development wing with all the unfinished projects. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I wasted all my time in the worst wing of the thing. That'll be my, my, I just, it just shows you I should have just roamed everywhere. Should have went with you or I should have watched your video, but I was trying to not spoil it so i was kind of in a conundrum yeah look this is this was a pretty cool part here i thought roots with the little buddy oh yeah that was cool yeah and i liked when he was saying you know my little buddy or whatever and uh i, I was this whole area was cool um but uh yeah and i don't sign i don't see you uh beating sea of thieves in a day good luck bud one thing i didn't appreciate about this room was the uh the, the WASD. I need a controller, damn it. I don't want to use keys. That's not that's not how we play games, really. Yeah, give me a little joystick or whatever. It was kind of hard, actually, to get that little guy there through. I must have burned it up a couple times. Yeah, I didn't. I, I was very careful about it. It took me forever, but we didn't We didn't die. Uh, yeah, I see. I had to test the boundaries, see if I could die. And then right. I was like, ooh, you can't run that's into those. That was a good question. Yeah. And uh, we'll actually talk about that a little bit more in a moment. But uh, before that, we need to move on again. Uh, Anderson, uh, big thanks to AJRPG for allowing Roots and I uh, uh, review access. Super cool developers, guys. You really should support them. Help them uh, develop their game. Get a copy of it. And, uh, you know, the things you don't like about it, the things you do like about it, give them feedback, much like Scion did with Into the Radius. And let's polish this thing up. Let's help it to reach its potential. Um, these are these are cool dudes. They actually reached out to us. This wasn't one of the uh, one of the games that, uh, that that we actually asked for access to. These guys noticed that we were promoting their launch and their early access, and were actually very appreciative of it. So um, we appreciate them as well. And uh, you guys, let us know. Uh, in, on the discord what you think about anderson yeah for sure anyway roots uh let's move on because it is time once again to play game of the month and uh it, it's weird just how different uh the, the offerings are from month to month right on each platform yeah especially when you look at each platform and just try to figure out what you know which one's the best and uh um, sometimes there's not more than one <laughs> sometimes there's just one game that makes it and that makes it a little easier to pick right yeah well it's funny man because there are other months right where we'll have four or five that are all so shit that uh, we just don't even pick a winner 
And then there are other months where there are four or five that are all so great that we can't hardly pick a winner. We pick two, right? Or three sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but then there are other months where there's just one, but it's so good it probably would have won anyway, right? And I kind of think that that happens to be the case this month uh, with regards to PSVR. Uh, you know, it's it's been hit or miss with PSVR pretty much since uh, May. Uh, we had a month, like I said, that, that they had nothing good that came out on it. And uh, then we had a month, I, I think it was last month, wasn't it last month where PSVR had like like five great titles and it was the best platform of the month? Yeah, yeah. That's, every month's different, right? Yeah, and this month uh, there was literally one release on PSVR in, in August. <laughs> and that release was uh, Vader Immortal a star Wars VR series. Now, uh, this isn't your grandpa's Vader immortal roots. This is the PSVR version, which means there are a few glaring differences than the one that we played. Uh, first of all, they didn't have to wait months in between the episodes roots. They got them all at once here, uh, in one package that was divided into episodes. Uh, but they came in a bundle uh, and, and no Sony tax here either roots. It was, uh, the straight $30, just like we paid for it. Oh, wow. So how's the reception been? Everybody loving it. I mean, this is it. This is what you, you have PlayStation VR. You want a new, a brand new game that's coming out or experience. You're going to get Vader immortal in August. I mean, it, don't, don't get me wrong. That's a good one to get, but, um, it must've been received well, I'm assuming. I haven't really seen uh, mostly. Uh, it. Mostly. It actually has been quite polarizing. Hmm. Roots. And it's interesting because some of the problems we had with it, they didn't have. And, you know, when we first started playing it, we had that incessant black screen problem, right? Where you'd step an inch out of line and everything would go black. Uh, well, they, for, for the most part, they're, they're not having to deal with that roots at all. Uh, but the reason why they're not having to deal with that is because, uh, their only locomotion option is teleport and click turning. Mm. Wow. Horrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, is it though? I mean, we, we didn't have to teleport around, but I mean, every step we took, there was like a black screen, right? And it took forever to walk anyway. You know, right. it's just, I, I guess maybe it's not. And so that was the big thing everyone's complaining about teleport. Yeah, that, that, that's the big, there's also some, uh, some bugs with it. Uh, fairly minor stuff. There's some audio glitching, some buzzing in, in certain parts. Uh, there's a problem with the menu, uh, being out of reach sometimes when, when you try to bring it up mm. and, uh, recentering doesn't fix it. Uh, there's some small bugginess and a lack of options here pretty much. And, uh, some people were absolutely burning it at the stake because of it. And then others are saying, you know what, it's not the best port, but, uh, still I, I enjoy being in, in a star Wars episode. So, uh, most people are giving it a seven or an eight out of 10. Uh, but, uh, there are people out there giving it ones and twos that are just mad as hell, right? So yeah, I don't think yeah, it's again. a one or two, but for me, I did. Anybody mention the the being stuck in because I in the episodes of Star Wars, there's I guess maybe there are people fight and they stand still, but 
they never aren't forced to stand in that spot at all. That's my one my one gripe about the whole thing is I, I want to move when I'm fighting. Um and uh that's about it. No, actually uh people really didn't complain about that much. Hmm. The 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 voting has been modified. Uh it's no longer three sixty on the PlayStation VR. They have modified it to a one eighty hmm. uh radius, so you don't have guys coming up behind you anymore oh, okay. on the PlayStation version. That's probably actually. I mean, that way you have less, less jank, right? Yeah, with that, with the the one camera setup, it's probably for the best. Yeah. Cool. Well, so it gets uh, away, it wins by default then, right? Even though it probably would have won anyway. Right. Exactly. And I, I know what you're saying out there, guys. That that uh, the actual winner should have been the Beat Saber Lincoln Park DLC pack. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> but if we had chosen that. We wouldn't be able to uh, pocket all of these big time Disney bucks. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, we're getting paid big time. You know, that's funny because people will say that, you know, and it's like, you know, like when Beat Saber came to Oculus or whatever, like, I, I don't know. DLC definitely is not, I don't think we'll ever win, right? Shouldn't. No, it's not a game. Mm -hmm. There was actually other stuff too that came out that just don't qualify as game of the month because it's not a game, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, uh, PSVR game of the month, because uh, it was the PSVR game of the month. It was the only game on PSVR this month. So yep. congratulations, ILMX Lab. Uh, anyway, moving on to, to Oculus Quest, and I'm actually going to take just a, a second here to do a bit of research that I should have already done, Roots, but I actually forgot to come back and do this but one of the titles on our oculus quest list is actually uh it just came out of early access and i can't remember if we put it up before for game of the month we may have put it up for for game of the month when it entered into early hmm. access i don't remember sure. but maybe we did it's, it's kind of important to the conversation here i think we're gonna just uh look this up real quick and while we're at it i guess we could talk about our first entry our first big release on the oculus quest this month and that was gravity lab and what gravity lab is is a physics based puzzle game from uh developer mark shram and uh this actually has been around for quite some time hmm. on pcvr just got ported over into quest and uh by all accounts routes um a pretty solid port here it's pc vr this exists i've never heard of it, it looks pretty cool yeah it's been out for quite some time i'm quite wow. sure it looks like a main fan special moving also at least from um gadgeteer and stuff right yeah we may even actually have that in uh in our library yeah, it's very possible it looks pretty cool yeah mark shram actually um has uh been a uh a fairly prolific uh, independent developer on the VR scene. A lot of people don't realize all the different stuff this guy's worked on. He's got his his uh, his name in a lot of different credits, if you will. He kind of bounces around. Uh, but this one's his baby. This is pretty much him uh, that created this. But uh, this is uh, one of the uh, the big hands behind um, Technolust and uh, Lo-Fi, actually. This is one of the guys that... Uh, 
that uh, Blair's spending all of those Kickstarter funds to uh, procure his services. Oh, wow. Looks good, man. Looks pretty cool. It's intriguing to me. I've never heard of it. Looks cool. All right. So it looks like uh, Echo VR Quest beta opening on May 5th. So that brings us to our second uh, Oculus Quest release. And again, uh, this one may get disqualified on the basis that we have already talked about it, and that's Echo VR. Uh, Echo VR been around on the Quest for a little while now, mm. but uh, it just came out of early access. It's official roots. Uh, this is a thing. It's an officially supported full release for uh, Echo VR on uh, Oculus Quest. I'm scared, Wes. If we don't pick this as being potential scion is going to stab me in the face the next time we get into contractors guaranteed and i've got i've successfully shifted him to other people he's now going after rendered reality he usually leaves roots alone uh i don't know well i mean if uh if it's already been up on the docket once we can't put it back right that's what yeah. that would start a precedent that's the that rule. would start a precedent that would uh that would we would regret forever yeah so i need to open up this uh playlist here definitely looks good man i mean i don't know i don't know why scions never told me about how good this game is <laughs> i know it's like uh we see these guys playing it all the time right and uh no one's no one ever it. invites us along yeah, and no I, one's I, mentioned I don't know it. why no one wants to show me how to to play it properly or anything yeah, so we're talking about the Monday Show 40 here, groups. This is why we keep the notes. Now, this particular game is the reason why Scion <laughs> VR said he will not get a uh, a reverb because roots, roots, it's roots. been on there. Yeah, we've already done this one. We did it in May when it released in the early access. Did, uh, so stricken, mm. stricken from the game of the month of August. Yeah, I feel dirty uh, for even no having the Echo up there. No VR for you. It's garbage. This game sucks. No, it's good. I didn't know. Ready at Dawn, man. I, 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 you know, I guess I just, I mean, they're good, obviously good uh, developer, right? Yes, Ion's yeah, polishing his blade. I told you, man. Damn it. <laughs> well, he's going to have to go take out his frustrations on the rendered reality, guys, dude. We have rules. Rule of, rule of law is, uh, is what dictates the day over here, brother. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hussein cracked his, uh, rift ass controller that he's had since day one still working great just got to be a little bit more careful and he is scion it is echo arena's fault don't try to say it's not we blame the game in this chat huh. so we have a bit of a quandary here roots now that echo arena is uh not part of the conversation it changes uh, everything that that brings us down to to two titles we have gravity lab by mark shram and then we have Shooty Fruity by In Dreams, which just came out this past week. Uh, I got to say that, like Gravity Lab, most people are saying that this is a very solid port to the Oculus Quest. Uh, but the problem being here is that I haven't played either of these titles on PC, mm. and neither have you, right? Mm -mm. No, I've Shooty Fruity. I don't know, man. It's weird, dude. I've never even seen gameplay until right now. This is a very bizarre game. Um, I've heard the name a million times. I've seen it on sale a million times. People say it's legit. I see a banana you're shooting at. 
I mean, it looks cool. The other game looked cool as well. As uh, I guess we could go to the chat. I don't know if the the chats had to have played a couple of them, right? Yeah. Well, my my, we're definitely going to go to the take this one to the uh, to the chat. But um, my uh, my gut impression here, I'll just throw it out there, is is to go with Shooty Fruity. Uh, because I've heard a lot more people talking about Shooty Fruity. I think it's a lot more popular title. And uh, I think that, uh, I, or in fact, I know that I've watched a lot more like streams and stuff. Uh, I don't think I've ever even watched anybody play Gravity Lab. Mm. I've just, the video we just watched, I'd have to go, with, I'd have to agree with you. Um, because I mean, Shooty Fruity, man, you're shooting fruit. Like it looks like a. a you know, Spry Guy says it's pretty good for a wave shooter. Um, you know, it is a wave shooter, but uh, how many times have we said that a lot of times you just want to shoot guns and a game that's done well, that is entertaining and gives you that opportunity is uh, is definitely well well worth playing. And if you could flip the guns, man, that sounds cool. Um, I do want to try the other one as well, but I say Shooty Fruity would be my instinct. So. All right, so let's let's take it to the, uh, the chat, guys. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask them here to kind of deal with the delay uh shooty or gravity lab so you guys let me know quest game of the month uh what do you think shooty fruity or gravity lab i think shooty fruity roots but uh again there may be people out there that have had hands on this stuff so uh yeah, Who knows, right? So far, Scion, I mean, uh, VR Spry Guy says uh, Wave Shooter, um, Shooty Fruity is good. I've, I haven't heard of uh, of the other anybody playing the other one. So, Risky Business says Shooty Fruity. Um, I, I have a feeling that it's probably going to be unanimous, with the exception of Scion, yeah. who who thinks that Echo VR should win uh, a second month, right? We'll, we'll give Echo VR a uh, uh, honorable mention that means nothing because it already won. <laughs> <laughs> Mepper like, says, personally, Gravity Lab, because I like the puzzles over shooters. I haven't played either of them, though. Uh, so he hasn't played either. He just likes puzzle games better than shooters. I think they're both intriguing for me to play. I got to try Shooty Fruity this week, Wes, I think. I think I might be talking um, about it on a future episode of how amazing... Yeah, yeah, fairly certain that this one is in our library as well. If not, I, I'm, I think this might be an Infinity title, actually. Yeah, oh. well, and you get to be in a checker at a grocery store at the same time, so it sounds cool. Well, the the thing is, you have to uh, you have to wear it 2020 style and uh, put your mask on. Oh God! As, as you're checking people out, and then like, if people come up to the to the stand that aren't wearing their mask. Just no service, bro. No, sorry, no you, you got to shoot them in the face. There's, <laughs> let's go up another, another step. <laughs> right, played the Seattle version. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Seattle version. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, uh, yeah, well, I guess we're gonna go with Shooty Fruity here. You know, we we had a tie, in the uh, in the chat here. So, uh, I'm gonna call it, and I, I say Shooty Fruity. I think it's a much more popular title, and uh, I feel like the the general public would probably agree with that. Yep, me too. So we had a very limited month for Oculus Quest and an even more limited month for uh, PSVR. What about what kind of month did PC VR have, Roots? 
Wow, it was actually a pretty good one. And I was I was looking at the uh, titles, a couple of those. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to choose. I know what you're probably going to choose, but I don't know what I'm going to choose, Wes, because there's some good stuff out there, right? It's pretty tough this month, in all honesty, on the PCBR. There's a lot of good stuff. There, there was enough stuff that we didn't even list uh, to, to make up a good game of the month, you know, competition, right? Yeah, that's why I feel bad because the PC, even when they have a shit month, they still have some stuff come out, you know, like yep. there's just so much coming out, so many developers, right? And uh, like, if anything, you get a Tornuffalo or something, you may not like it, but you got something. <laughs> so mm. let, let's talk about a few of the other things, or it's the stuff that's not on our list. What happened in, in PCBR during August? Well, uh, we had a few releases. Again, these ones not part of the conversation. Of course, we have Anderson, which I didn't feel right putting it in there, uh, being you know early access build, very incomplete game. I didn't feel like it was ready for prime time. That one we will actually, when it goes full release, uh, if it's as good as we think that it's going to be, uh, we can put it uh, in the game of the month conversation that month. Uh, we had the Shadow of Valhalla. If you remember, we talked about a couple of weeks ago kind of a uh a good uh, game to tide you over until undead citadel gets here uh they you know hack and slash medieval skeleton fighter uh we had hospitality vr uh which actually turned out to be uh instead of a game is more of an experience very short 10 to 15 minute thing uh three bucks so not exactly what we had hoped it was going to be but it's still supposedly pretty cool uh, we had Prisoner 518 come in uh, to, to release Roots. And, you know, this is a game that we've had in our library, courtesy of the developer, for a long time. At the time we got it, it was very early on. And uh, we decided we would come back to it, um, when it when it was a little further along. And come to find out, Roots, that day is today. I just learned that uh, this thing released on Steam. So Prisoner 518, uh, it's about time we go back into that one yeah good luck <laughs> you didn't you didn't get the memo or maybe you didn't get the same i got a notification it said uh it was a couple days ago that said uh our access or my access to prisoner 518 was removed um that's probably why yeah so um but maybe we'll get another copy because i you know i'll tell you what i i did go in on to it when it first when we first got it and it was like you said it was just really really early so i don't even remember what it was about um but if i you know want to see what the uh the differences are i guess or the polish you know yeah absolutely uh we also have Pangman. Pangman we talked about on oh, the yeah. uh the show the other day and the, the latest from ivanovich games uh, another one roots that i had no idea was coming yeah i didn't uh and i still forgot about Pangman. i need to check that out i mean i like their other games so it's different yeah. right yeah plus multiplayer you know you can Get in there with uh, up to seven friends. Yeah, I want. I just it's such a weird name. I think of Pac Man, like ping ping pong with uh, Pac Man or something. I don't know. All right. Uh, we had a couple of games routes that have been around in early access for a while. Uh, get huge updates and leave early access. Uh, those being Gadgeteer, which uh, again one of the uh, channel favorites, a main fan special. And then uh, Carnage Chronicles got a big update and left early access. So uh, two very good games there, Roots, uh, with significant 
updates as they come into full release in August. How come we didn't put Carnage Chronicles again on there? For the like, it's, it's, it's had so many releases, right? That's one of the, or as they've added to it. And you've said it before, and it's actually really smart for a lot of these devs. The way they do it is they get they get their their um the game name in the the, the news in like five six different cycles, right? Instead of just one release, so we're gonna release it again, you know, and then they're out there again. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, you said yeah. They just have to be careful that they don't release too early. You you don't want to uh, give somebody something that's too broken or too short because. Uh, all it takes is a few bad reviews on Steam, and then like uh, after that, people won't even look at your game. They'll just see the thumb down, and they'll just keep on going without yeah, even looking at it. That's very true. Mepper wants to know if the new big game from Hello Games is uh, VR um, going to have some VR support out of the gate. I don't know if you have any information on that. I don't. I have but... Absolutely no, no idea on that one. But uh, I gotta imagine that it probably won't at launch. Uh, but it will eventually because that's just kind of their style, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, we also got a couple of uh, good free experiences slash demos. We had uh, Emergence, which uh, I talked to you guys about a uh, a couple of weeks ago. That that one uh, free experience that puts you into uh, a large crowd and allows you to watch unique flow dynamics as you move mm, through it. I need to try that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's only a few minutes long. It's worth your time. And then we have a free demo for Eye of the Temple, which is a, an Indiana uh, Jones-style Temple Raider. Uh, but the, the, the whole hook here is that it's room scale only. It's one of these games that, yeah. you know, scans your room and builds the level to your room. And it constantly has you walking and turning. And apparently it's very good at uh having you walk around but never running into your wall wow is that the one that people were talking about in the discord the other day oh i didn't yeah say main fan main fan is like uh, he's a he's very high on the eye of the temple demo well i'll tell you what man that was the big thing in 2016 right it's room scale room scale room scale everybody thought that was going to be the thing and it could be if you get the right software and imagine you get this the most intelligent AI and you mix it, who knows what the hell will be spinning around in our room or something. I don't know. I tried the one of them one time, but the key is going to be scanning your space. It needs to know exactly what your space is and then it can build it around it instead of trying to, to build with dynamics, you know, just with, uh, you know, the size of your, your space. So. Yeah, this is kind of, you know, VR Spry Guy says he played Eye of the Temple, and it was very impressive. This is kind of the MO, and we're seeing it more and more. As more people uh, try this uh, demo, everybody's very impressed with it, Roots. And even though, you know, room scale is not so much my thing, I don't have a lot of room, I may have to put uh, put it in wireless mode and take it into the next room and give it a shot, right? Yeah, well, you can, you know, just put, walk out there next to your y'all gonna keep saying that putting it out there until your wife lets you get it or maybe it'll drop in price uh, traveling man uh three seven seven five says what about population one will it be out soon uh i would expect it but we've been expecting it out soon for a while uh the rumor has it that the reason why it's been further delayed is because they decided that they also wanted to launch it on oculus quest mm. as well 
so they're they're currently in uh, testing and polishing phases of bringing Population One to the Oculus Quest. But uh, again, they've been kind of at that for a while now. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if in two weeks at the uh, Oculus Connect Seven or Facebook Connect Seven, as it were. Uh, that we actually learned something about Population One, maybe a date, maybe some kind of a new trailer. Uh, I think we're going to hear more about that title very, very soon. Well, I'll tell you what, I had my doubts before, and um, you know, there's a lot of people checking it out that have NDAs and they didn't say specifics, but um, I have heard from a couple of different people that it's really good. So I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of I'm more excited about it now than I was six months ago, just because I thought, man, this thing I don't know what the hell's going on with it, but uh, it'll be cool. It's funny, man, that they're going to be coming. Literally, that game's going to uh, uh, launch at the end of the lifespan mm. of uh, of Battle Royale, you know, gaming. You know, that's we're kind of coming to the end of it now, right? We are the last leg of the uh, of the uh, Fortnite generation and uh in a a few years it's going to be over with and you know when when they started developing population one it was a great idea but now they're just kind of uh they're coming a little late with it right yeah they got some weird stuff going on in Fortnite now wes i just saw some like promos and it was mixed with i don't know i can't even remember what it was but at the time i saw it i was like what the hell i don't it's just so bizarre man yeah, that's they keep when you adding know. stuff into it. They, they've added Marvel, uh, Marvel Universe characters that's into it. That's what it was, yeah. Um, they're, uh, I think even during the NVIDIA thing, they announced that uh, there's going to be ray tracing in it uh, in Fortnite now. Isn't that mm. weird? Yeah. <laughs> I thought with ray tracing? I thought the coolest thing was when they had like the billboard of like the DNC or something some political thing was, or no, it was just something, some political thing was up there and people were like, what is this? This is not the venue for, for stuff like that. You know, it was like a big TV screen or something. It's weird. Hussein X says that he worries that the Medal of Honor multiplayer is going to kill the player base for some games, uh, especially Frostpoint, which looks really good. You know, uh, I think that's a legitimate concern. Uh, but then again, uh, you know, is it a bad thing necessarily? If it's a better game uh, than, say, like a Pavlov or a Contractors or an Onward, uh, is that bad that it's taking all of those player bases and consolidating them into one bigger, better game? Uh, it just depends, right? It depends on how good it is. And I'm I'm willing to bet that, uh, that the Medal of Honor m- multiplayer is going to be the best of its kind in VR at the time that it launches. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he says he's also uh, worried about Frostpoint. Well, uh, le- again, legitimate concern. Uh, but, you know, Frostpoint looks really good, and it looks different. It looks significantly different than any of these games. So uh, I feel like Frostpoint's one of those that's going to be judged on its merits. Hopefully... Uh, they market it correctly, and if it's good, people will know about it and hopefully make their way into it. Yeah, and by the time it comes out, we have all these new games. Like Metal, when Medal of Honor comes out, it's going to bring more people in. All the AAA games, more and more people will come in uh, because of them, right? As the, at the same time that we have all these new headsets dropping, video cards dropping, people that were like, 
I can't get into VR, man. I can't get a $1,200 video card. Well, dude, 400 bucks, man. You know, 200 bucks is what you're probably, I yeah. mean, it's going to get well, be ridiculous, dude. Like there's not going to be that entry point is not going to be the, as bad anymore. You're going to be able to build a computer for five, 600 bucks, right? 700. Uh, yeah. Truth be told, um, you could already get a, a VR capable graphics card for two to $300. Uh, a 1660 super 2060, uh, you know, you're not going to run on high, probably not even medium, but if you want to go to low settings, those cards will run VR. Uh, and that, and they're two to $300 right now. So I got to imagine a year from now, you know, you're able to get a 2060 for a hundred bucks. So, uh, yeah, we may see these multiplayer lo lobbies start to uh, level out over time. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, uh, that's going to bring us to our PCVR game of the month. And I picked out four here roots, uh, the three of which I played, one of which, which I, uh, I, I listed just because it's such a big title. Um, but you know, we've got a competition on our hands and of course, uh, we're going to start with Jenny and Thaco trial by Spire from dark cat studios roots. Uh, not the most popular genre, not my favorite genre, but my favorite game from the genre and, uh, you know, a very polished, even though it's coming from, uh, you know, a smaller studio, uh, a very polished experience that you would think from playing it came from a much larger studio yeah it was really good i i've enjoyed my time in there still want to go back and uh master all this magic i want to beat the crap i want to bitch slap that dwarf man i wanted i just saw one of the moves it was like the dwarf was almost dead with one slam that's not been my experience wes that dwarf is at his way with me for far too long and i need to i need to reverse it uh but i the thing i like about this too is it's not just um the game it's the the comedy the the acting and then um the bosses as well like a lot of these games they, they don't the bosses aren't as intricate as it, as these ones are so yeah it's a solid game for sure yeah solid game and, and just a, a good overall production here uh, a very uh uh you know oftentimes we see these uh you know these new studios who are new to vr come out with their first game and uh you know, the, the, when it first launches, it's lacking in a lot of areas. Uh, and from a technical, technical perspective, there wasn't a whole lot of that here, was there? I mean, everything pretty much looked and sounded good and worked well right out of the gate, the way it's supposed to be, right? Yeah, except for the moves, the magic moves um, that were my fault because I wasn't doing them. Like, the, you know, you, you, you're crossing your arms like this and you're supposed to do this, you know, um, you know that's user error so no there weren't any issues except for my own issues um <laughs> everything was was perfect so yeah very good game jenny and thaco trial by aspire uh and then we come to the game that i've probably spent the most time in out of any game this month roots and that is moose life and you know uh, a lot of expectations coming into the release of moose life for me and uh initially it lived up to what I expected. Uh, I, I expected that this game would have a lot of stuff similar to Polybius to it, but a lot of differences as well, and that I would like it, but not quite as much as I like Polybius. Uh, in the days and weeks since then, 
as I've progressed to the deeper levels of the game roots, uh, I've been pleasantly surprised that this game was even better than I expected it to be. This game is even more like Polybius than I thought roots. Uh, because when you get into some of these levels, there's a lot more Polybius stuff going on. There's gates, there's the high speed, there's the, uh, you know, the, the trippy time manipulation and uh, just the overall uh, sense of controlling something uncontrollable. It gets there, Roots. It just takes a lot longer to get there than it does in Polybius. It pretty much hits the fan right off the bat in Polybius, uh, where you have to kind of build to it in Moose Life. I kind of, did you, I maybe I read it. And maybe I imagine that I read it, but I could have sworn you saying you thought you almost like this better than Plebeus or as much, or did, am I putting words in your mouth? I know you said it was exactly what you just said, way better than you thought that it was after playing. You were like really impressed. Yeah, that that's pretty much the gist of what I said. Basically, after I got out of that session, I went straight to our Discord. By the way, invitation in the description to our Discord. Uh, I went straight to our Discord and just basically had to tell everybody, you know, that uh, that uh, there's a lot more Polybius-style craziness in this game than I even thought. Yeah. And uh, it's a very similar experience in the later uh, the later levels. Yeah, so it it, um, it re uh, invigorated your um, faith in in Jeff Minter, right? Because you you've been following him for a long time, right? As far as Polybius and and uh, this game is just as good. Yeah, Polybius one of my favorite VR games. And now this is quickly becoming that as well. Yeah, yeah, you spent uh, a lot of time in there. Probably the, the most time that I've spent in any game this month was in this game. And uh, probably will be the most time I spend in any game over the next month will probably be this game as well. So oh, I thought it was going to be the next game that we're talking about. Uh, well, I, I mean, maybe after I get my next headset, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, anyway, the uh, third title on our Game of the Month contenders list for PCBR in August, Project Cars 3 just was released by Slightly Mad Studios. Uh, Project Cars Roots, one of those titles that these uh, hardware-based channels always go to when they want to show off the graphics, right? When they want to put the camera and give you a good through the lens shot. Uh, project cars Two normally, uh, is always one of these, uh, titles that they go to. And, uh, it's easy to see why, right? Yeah. Is this one of those games that you can race pretty good with a controller? Cause I don't know if you need a steering wheel or not. I know I've got access to this game. I'd like to try it just to see. Um, I mean, people love this, the, the Project Car series, right? I mean, there's people out there that are fanatics. I know Alex loves um, the racing. Uh, I'd be in interested to know from like Radio Runt or anybody that does this type of racing, is, is Project Cars like the best or as far as you like, or is it a set of Corsa or uh, what's the top one out there right now? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I generally, um, I think, that I would like Dirt Rally more. It looks like the gameplay looks more compelling to me in Dirt Rally. It looks like it was a little bit crazier of an experience. But if you're uh, if you're the type that's in the straight simulation, uh, I can see why this thing here would uh, appeal to you because of all the different cars that they have and uh, the photorealism of the graphics. Well, I'm gonna say it again. I say it every time we have a racer. I want cruising. 
USA, Need for Speed. I just want to campaign, man. Like when I see something like this, I it's like, can I rate can I race a campaign or can I race across the country or do something different than go in a circle? You know, like you want you want the crew. That's what you want. Or the crew or just something, man. Like I just want something in VR where I can race and it's something better than and maybe these ones, it looks like they've got canyon roads and that type of stuff. I'm just not big on to, to circle racing. It seems so boring. Like <laughs> you're going in a circle, you know? I don't know. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, a game that I haven't played, I just thought that, uh, you know, being the big title that it is, that it would be stupid for us not to list it on here and then ask, of course, those of you in the chat what you think at the end of the list here. So uh, a definite deserving candidate, Project Cars 3. Yep. That brings us to our fourth and final entrant for the month of August 2020 VR game of the month, PC VR. Uh, and it's a game we already talked about at the top of the show. You Peter God is uh, one of the funnest to play games I've played in a very long time roots. And, uh, you know, there's not a whole lot to say about it down here that we didn't already say at the top of the show. Yeah. Well, it's a tough decision right there, right? That makes it very tough because it's a very, um, it's an interesting month, Roots. You know, normally uh, the games that we pick that end up winning are, are balanced games. They have a good collection of everything, right? It's that they uh, they have a great sound. They have great, you know, visuals. They have great gameplay. They have great story and this and that. Uh, but the, the main thing about uh, the titles this month, or at least the three that I played, uh, it, they're all very heavy on, on gameplay. It's like what makes them all as good as they are is what it feels like when you're playing them. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's a good thing actually. I agree. I agree. Ray Pope says uh, mixed reviews on project cars, three 52 out of 512 positives. Yeah. Well, I know Jarillo has been pretty vocal about it on uh, discord about how, uh, he doesn't see where the uh, the third installment's an improvement over the second one. He thinks he'd rather just go back and keep playing the second one. Ah, uh, okay. 52%. Okay. Right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Anyway, uh, that that's, going to, uh, that's our four here. Uh, Jenny and Thaco, Moose Life, Project Cars 3, and You Peter Grot. And I'm going to go ahead and put it to the chat. Uh what say you, chat? I'll tell you what I say, and this is going to sound weird because I've like chased the dragon for several days to play more. I mean, and then I guess that's a testament as well. I've been trying every which way I could to get back to this game to play more Jupiter Grod, and I really want to play it, and I can't, and it's like really driving me crazy because I enjoyed the time that I played. It was... In, felt so good and everybody's raving about it and radio runt saying it's you know reminds them of uh portal and it and just that the the puzzles and the humor and i mean that's gonna have to be my choice just because all around um even the short time i played i i just it's really good yeah i i could certainly understand uh why you would pick that title 
at the end of the day, though, for me, uh, there's a reason why uh, I haven't played more other games uh, than I have this month. And that's because anytime I go through the trouble of putting on the headset, I always get subverted by Moose Light. Mm, okay. And uh, I, I just have so much fun playing that game that while I should be playing other stuff for the Monday show or what have you, uh, I always end up putting it off to play more Moose Life. So yeah, that's I, my vote. I figured that was going to be. So we got to have a deciding uh, choice. So I put it to the uh, to the chat. What say you, chat? Game of the month for August PCVR. You Peter Crot or Moose Life? I Again, say Root says Jupiter God. I say Moose Life. What say you? Definitely uh, either one of those is amazing. I would say out of those four, those are the two I would have picked for sure. Yeah, and not to take anything away from, from Jenny and Theko, again, a, a very polished game in its own right. It's just, uh, again, even if it is the best tower defense game I've ever played, it is a tower defense game, and it's, you know, I'm not a tower defense guy. So Right, yeah, if I was tower defense uh, aficionado, it'd be my obvious pick for sure because it is the best tower defense game i've played flat or or vr so so is my is my chat frozen here roots or is like nobody voting no i don't think anybody voted i think they say screw you i don't care uh he's not gonna vote he's not played either see that's the that's the that's the conundrum right it's like okay what do you how do you vote if you've never played right although we do it all the time I thought we had a few at least bought that bought Moose Life. Uh, uh, I know a lot of people have been trying to play you, Peter Grot. Yeah, so I don't. I see. I know there has to have been some people that bought it. I mean, I really enjoyed it. So yeah. I don't know. What do we do then, man? If we don't have anybody uh, uh, present here that's uh, played either of these, oh, it looks like we've got a couple here. It looks like uh, Traveling Man three seven seven five. Since he lo loves the graphics in Jupiter Grad. Well, that that's cool, right? I mean, like, uh, I'm glad to see someone else appreciates that that art style other than uh, Roots and I here. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, it's weird. Hussein how... X backs you up as well. Jupiter Grad uh, says Hussein X. If he had to choose, that'd be the one he picked. So, well, I know I guess Ra then Roots, uh, Radio Run's sorry, been raving ahead. about it. He's been raving, like, really hard about how good this game is. And uh, and he was like really psyched to watch me play it, and I think I failed. I didn't get to do it, um, but yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm gonna go back in, and uh, if I can peel myself off of Moose Life long enough, I'm gonna uh, do another stint. Maybe uh, maybe I'll put a video up with it. You know. Yeah. Uh, do a gameplay for the channel here. Been a little while since I did that, so. Yeah, that's a good idea, and um, you know, I think we should definitely put uh, Moose Life as the. Uh, the honorable mention second uh runner up oh so that, yeah because it, when it comes down to it at the end of the year it's definitely gonna uh be a game a contender for sure yeah because by that point i will have talked all of these people into buying it it's just seven dollars i mean what the hell guys why haven't you played this yet dude you've talked uh, you've sold more copies of polybius <laughs> than just about it or even the developer probably i'm telling you that moose life has given me uh, multiple jaw-dropping, literal wow moments than probably, well, any game since, like, Half-Life Alex. I did a lot of wow in Half-Life Alex, But since then, I mean, nothing's really made me wow quite so much as uh, 
moose life. And wow. uh, again, it's it takes a little bit longer for it to progress than like Polybius did. But uh, when you get there, man, it is fucking nuts. There's mushrooms and UFOs and all sorts mm. of crazy shit, dude. I feel dirty for voting Jupiter Grod. The hell was I thinking? <laughs> well, we will revisit this uh, discussion in uh, in December or January, whenever uh, whenever the I guess it'll be December when most of the conversation goes on for the 2020 show. Yeah, it's coming uh, quick, man. Damn, I can't believe how quick it's coming. It's going to be here before you know it. Yeah. Can't wait. <clears throat> anyway, that's going to wrap up the Monday Show 52, folks. Uh, those of you who are watching this uh, as a rerun, who did not make it live, be sure to let us know in the comments down below, what do you think should have been Game of the Month? Do you think it should have been Upertier God? Do you think it should have been Moose Life? Or do you think it should have been Project Cars or, or even something else? Maybe it's one of those games I listed at the top that we didn't even consider. Maybe it's Jenny and Thaco. Be sure to let us know in the comments down below. Uh, if you like the video, give it a thumbs up. And if you're new to the channel, don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so that you can stay up with all of our content here on the Virtual Strangers channel. And those of you who would like to... Uh, who would like the conversation to continue, who can't quite get enough of uh, talking VR, well, you don't have to stop, friends. All you have to do is scroll on down to the description below, and there you will find an invitation to our Discord, where most of the people, if not everyone, who's in the chat right now, plus about 100 more, uh, are always in there. And uh, anytime anything happens in the world of VR... We all congregate and begin to talk about it. There's multiplayer games going off on a nearly daily basis. And, uh, and you know, to be quite honest, there's a lot of conversation going in the, going on in there that has absolutely nothing to do with VR. Uh, it's an absolutely wonderful community, and I invite you all to join it and join the conversation. Absolutely. Anyway, with all... Uh, with that said, friends, I would like to thank you all once again for watching and for Roots. I'm Wes. We'll see you tomorrow, friends. Bye-bye.